pay attention to what is fun in your business? What is, uh, seems hard or challenging? How can you shift that? What makes you feel successful? And what do you have to offer that nobody else has in a way that you can deliver it? host and Emily Ken. And before we start with today's show, please remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at mindset.zone. So today, I have a very special guest here, Debbie Allen, and I have the privilege of knowing her in person through the National Speaker Association here in Phoenix, and I could go over a bio that is really impressive. She became an entrepreneur at 19. Uh, She uh, built and sold several million-dollar business, and she's a quite accomplished speaker, an author of nine books. But I have to tell you that one of the things that impressed me more when I read her latest book, Success is Easy, is that she was in Howard Stern show and survived in a, how do you say, she managed to hold her ground there that Reading about it, I'm not surprised because she has that presence and she has that, (laughs) she knows how to do things in the right way. And uh, how I, it's really great to have you here in the mindset zone because I think a lot of your success is doing to the work that you have done in your own mindset. Oh, most definitely, Anna. Um, you know, it, it, it being an entrepreneur my whole life, it's like, you know, your ups and downs, like riding this roller coaster. <laughs> sometimes you like the scary ride down and sometimes it's just, you know, like, oh, I'm never getting on that ride again, right? So it's constantly changing and reinventing. So you have to work on your mind. You know, I've spent many years also doing deep work in personal development. Um, and that makes you be able to be a good coach, makes you understand, relate to people differently, makes you handle things when when things aren't going right. And so I think it's a big balance of, you know, the personal development, the mindset stuff. And especially now with everything we're going on around the world, we need to have a sharp mindset. I mean, no matter you know, how positive you are. I know that's, that's something that you work on all the time. And it's still, you know, almost like getting up and having to exercise the mind to stay like, okay, I want to do, do this today. I'm going to achieve something versus, you know, I don't, I want to stay in doubt or belief and, and stay stuck. And that is the thing. I think um, if we think about sports speaking, we are coaches, uh, and sometimes the coaches, when people heard the word that they think about the, the, the sports, and that I think there, there is some uh, parallel that we can leverage there. Because if we think about a professional sport, like American football, we never expect that the quarterback will arrive to the Sunday game without have training during the week in the gym, in the team, and doing loads and tens and tens of work. But we keep expecting in our business world that people will be in the top of their game just by pure uh, divine grace, almost, that you are. Or it's like 
it's almost like expecting you are a, a, a quite accomplished speaker that you are going to give a keynote and you go on stage like, oh, without having done all the previous, the work necessary to shine at that moment. Most definitely. It's, uh, you know, successful people make success look easy, but a lot of it is a mindset uh, for them as, as well. They've worked on it to make it look easy. So it doesn't just happen like a magical, you know, thing. There is work behind it. I always compare that to like that duck that looks so smooth on the top of the water, but underneath he's like going like, you know, the feet are going like this, you know, it just, um, you know, you're, you're always having to stay on top. And I think, it, you know, as you mentioned coaches, staying on top of your game all the time, having something that's different, having something that really positions you as like, well, that's what makes them so unique. That's what makes them special. I mean, experiences and our own personal experiences, our own wisdom we've learned along the way is also part of that. But also, you know, being able to listen to any conversation wherever somebody's at, take them from where they're at right now to where they want to go. That's a special gift um, that that you even have as a coach. And I've learned because I, I learned to be a speaker before I learned to be a, a coach. Um, and I just thought, oh, I'm going to get on stage. I'm leaving a message. But the reason I became a coach is because I didn't know that when I left a keynote um, and, you know, could be hundreds of people in an audience and go back to my room and my, my hotel room and wait, uh, you know, wait to leave for the next flight or whatever it was. It was like I was always wondering, you know, how much stuck, you know, how much really stayed with people, you know, motivations fleeting. But what message or what can I do to personally help and see personal individuals grow? And, and that's really why I got into um, more of the coaching and the mentoring business later into my speaking career. Yeah, because th that, uh, as a speaker, you really can paint the possibilities. You can help people to visualize what is possible for them. And that is extremely powerful. And it's a great way to start the change process is that mindset shift. And through the speaking, absolutely, you can do that. And at the same time, you know, by your, your own personal story, I think that if you don't put one foot in front of the other to make things happen, things are not going to happen. That's for sure. Um, and, you know, I know always people talk about having a plan. You know, I believe that, you know, your plan, it starts right here in your mind. mind. And, and then when you can take that and sketch it out, whether that's a vision board, whether that's writing out your goals, whatever that is, you know, all that works. But, you know, I, I've done some pretty amazing things that far as manifesting just by, you know, visioning in my mind first. Um, I live in the house that I live in now because I sketched it all out uh, when I was at an event. Like, OK, you know, what, what are you looking for? I was like, oh, we're going to want to build a house, you know, someday soon. And then I sketched out the whole thing. Just didn't really draw out the house. It was like what the house had in it. And I stuck those notes away and. Uh, you know, a year later, I was actually living in the house. We hadn't even built the house yet. So it was like that happened pretty quickly. And I looked at that paper and it was like every single thing I had. I didn't even know the house existed. And then it was like, oh, OK, it's got the courtyard and it's got the place where the hummingbirds will come and the plants and the, you know, the mountain view and, you know, the land and everything that I was on that list was was there in the house. And it kind of blew me away because how do you manifest something when you really don't have a plan in action? You're still manifesting it right up here in your brain and it's happening subconsciously, 
when you don't even realize it sometimes. Yeah. And is that because one of the things that I love in your book, Success is Easy, is that you first, just the title in itself, you are uh, poking into one thing that usually we think success is a heart. Mm -hmm. And you are saying, not necessarily. Uh, so you are asking us to do that mindset shift. And at the same time in the book is not, uh, yes, it's the manifesting is, but that is, we have to work smart to make things happen. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And there is a process of having a timeline on it and not putting it off and everything else. But the reason that I decided to write that book was because every business, Anna, I've ever started was, I know nothing about. Like, you know, you say, oh, okay, start a business, invest all this money. You don't know anything about it. Uh, I've done that over and over and over in my career. So it just shows if you're passionate about it, wanting to learn something, you can learn it. You'll find the right mentors, the right coaches, the right people to guide you there. Um, and, you know, I started out in a family business. So I would say my first mentors was, you know, my father who started the business. Um, and then when I turned 30, I was like, I want to leave. I want to start my own business. And, um, and I had learned a lot in my 20s, like in very hard business. Um, and I'm so thankful for that because I felt like I had this, this attitude, like I can do anything because I started this business from five, five rental cars. It took it to 250 rental cars. We started one of the very first mini storage business in Northwest Indiana, right outside of Chicago. Uh, sold that to a major company called Public Storage. I did all that before I was 30. So when I wanted to buy my next business, knowing nothing about retail, which was, you know, never worked a day in retail, bought a business that lost money for six years. Everybody said, you're crazy. You're nuts. You don't know anything about that. Well, I could have listened to them just like you're listening to this right now. If you're doubting something and you've got all these doubting Thomases around you, these doubting friends, doubting family, uh, you know, husband at the time, everybody doubted me. Everybody said, this isn't going to work. Why are you doing this? Um, and that just pushed me to want to do it more because I remember one of the things my dad said to me when I left the family business, he said, you better make this more than just a hobby. And it was like, that has resonated with me my entire life. Like, okay, I don't know how to do this, but I'm going to find people that are doing it. And then I did. I found people that were already very, very successful in retail. They took me under their wing at an early time and, and helped me and, and allowed me to take my business from 100000 to two and a half million in two years with knowing nothing. You know, so it's like, so I have always followed the path of coaches and mentors and learned. And so that's why I believe success is easy. You don't have to know it. You have to have some base skill. You have to have the passion. You have to want to you know, invest in yourself. I mean, there's a lot of other things behind that. But the thing is, go to someone that's already successful at what you want to do and follow their lead. Um, that's pretty easy to do if you think about it, really. And that is something that I see that when I was reading about in the book and uh, about your stories of success, there is like a pattern. You start always with a growth mindset because some people have the fixed mindset, even when you describe yourself that you didn't did college. You And for some people that will be, how can she be successful if she didn't went to college and all of that? But you always had the attitude, no, I can learn. I can learn this. So it's that growth mindset that we speak that is an attitude that allows you to face challenge and, and learn from them. And then always you are like shortening the learning curve 
uh, you know that you have to learn, but let's see who is already doing this that I can learn from to accelerate this learning. Right. Because I was I was a terrible uh, student, you know, in school, barely got even through high school. So college was certainly not an option. You know, uh, I think I've always liked to like the shortcuts. And so the shortcut is like find somebody who's already doing it, invest in that, and then you'll get 10 times more of your return on your investment. You're just going to go that much faster. Um, not a very patient person. That's a good, that's actually good in business. <laughs> you know, it's like, I want, I want it now. Right. And I want things to change. And I, and I like to know that there's a plan. Um it even drives me crazy when my own clients don't plan like I plan. I'm like, what are you, what are you going to do about that? You know, what do you, what's your plan? ABC, you have to have that in your mind, right? And I think as you just become a successful entrepreneur, you plan for ABC. There is always going to be other, other ways that have to take something versus beat yourself up because you failed. Failure's a lesson. Uh, plan A didn't work. Okay, what's your plan B? It might not have been your number one, but plan B is still pretty good. You're going to get there. Um, instead of, you know, thinking about those those mistakes, those things you did, and then stop. That's where most people go into their head and say, well, I see, I should have just realized I couldn't do this. Everybody told me I couldn't do it. So I just accept that, right? And then that's self-sabotage and you're not successful. Um, and, and everybody has a certain level of success. And I, I use the word success versus saying money or wealth or anything like that, because I think success is different for every single person that's listening here, is that what does success mean to you? That is what's really important. It will flow to you easily if you're really, really clear on what success means to you. So if you write out what that means, what is that? Was that a feeling? To me, it was a feeling. It was an emotion. It was a, almost like a high, like, I, oh, gosh, I achieved something. And so that achievement kept making me want to get it, get that again, that achievement, that achievement. So I, I really, um, in a way, went after achievement and success more than the money. Um, just like I can do that. I don't know if I was trying to prove my, prove to myself or everybody else. I don't know what it was, but I like the feeling of it. Yeah. And, and at the same time, if we do money in the process, nothing against that, of course. Right. That's <laughs> part of it. Go, uh, it's, and I love the reframe that you do around failure because it's the fail forward. We always can learn from it. And the and one of the things that you always speak and in the book that you don't like the pity party when people are just, oh my gosh, this is not working. And then it's like, let's learn from it and keep moving. And I'm curious because I'm sure then in your life, you had moments that were really, really rough. How do you pull yourself together to get that, uh, what was needed to put the, uh, the foot forward and keep going? Well, Anna, we're both in businesses that are in the public eye and we're responsible for success, not of ourselves, but also of other people that we work with. And I think when you step in that shoe is what I call an expert. I'm an expert who speaks professionally, writes professionally. Um, I'm not a speaker. I'm an expert. And because of that, I've taken that that life on to support other people. And, and I think that I've always, you know, really have that heart and passion for that is because when I was 30 years old, I found that group, you know, it was actually 12 people. It wasn't like mentors you could hire back then. It was a group of 
these retailers that took me under their wing and said, I'm going to help you. Um, and you're, I can see your enthusiasm. I can see your vision for success. And that's why they took, I didn't know anything, but they, they, and I loved it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. I'm loving to learn. That's when you know you're on the right path. If it's, if it seems really hard for you to be successful, um, if you, if it's hard for you to be successful at your job or something you started, you're not on the right path. I mean, Anna, you can believe that of, of anybody, you know, you know, you work with people that they're on the wrong path and they're trying to make themselves happy and successful. And, and they just need to get off that path and get another path. You know, there are some people are stuck on a hamster wheel doing the same thing and being unhappy. And it's pretty hard to be successful when you're not looking forward to doing what you do every day. And this, I think a lot, mainly in the online world, is a lot about, I see many people trying to fulfill other people, plans, other people, yeah. playbooks instead of finding the playbook that is aligned with their values and what is important to them. Exactly. Uh, you know, that's what success is supposed to look like. So you go chase that and you're going, but I don't really want that. That's, you know, not the deal. For me, I always know when I'm ready to reinvent <laughs> is the, when it's not fun anymore. That's like my number one, because like, it's not fun. I don't want to do it. Yes. <laughs> you know, it, take away my independence and freedom. That ain't going to happen. Right. You know, and, but so if it's not fun anymore, um, then it starts getting hard because it isn't fun. I know that I'm supposed to pay attention to do something different or differently um, to redefine how I look at success, because I would say over the years, Anna, it's like it has been a big change in how I think about success. Um, you know, at one point it was all about the money and the growth and the scale, and then it becomes financial freedom. And then it becomes a lifestyle, you know, business lifestyle that to me is success where you can still have the great clients. You still make great money, but you pick and choose your clients. You, when you want to work, I mean, that's the ultimate, right? And it takes time to get there, but that's always been my mission pay attention to what is fun in your business. What is, uh, seems hard or challenging. How can you shift that? What makes you feel successful? And what do you have to offer that nobody else has in a way that you can deliver it? And another thing that you, you, you even here in the interview you already uh, spoke about that I think it's so important. You said that in your thirties, when you were in the, uh, starting a new business, having a group of mentors, a group that you can uh, get support from was uh, essential. Uh, and nowadays you are creating that group to other entrepreneurs, to other people out there that want their own version of success in their business. Mm -hmm. You create that space for them. Yes, most definitely. I basically uh, am teaching my life's work. That's how I put it, is that, you know, people that come to me and say, um, I want to be like you. They don't want to be like me. They want to have the knowledge and experiences and success that I have. And so that's why they'll hire me because like, oh, she's going to, you know, she could teach me how to speak. She can teach me how to write a book. She can teach me how to do a course. She can teach me how to position myself as an expert in what I do in my marketplace. And she will get that with my wording and my messaging and work with me as a team. And that is... Um, 
a very special skill that has taken me a long time to really hone, to be able to, to really look at anybody's business and just say, okay, this is where you're off here, 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 here. We're going to change this. We're going to redefine it. We're going to get you on a tighter, narrow path so that you are positioned as an expert in what you do. And then people will find you instead of just trying to get clients. Most people that start in business. I just want to get business. I want to get money. Um, and that's, that's a tough way to think about business because you're always chasing the next dollar and the next client. But you help them to see the big picture. And I will argue that you help them believe in their vision. Most definitely. And a lot of times I will see the vision before they see it because I know the business really well. And they say, I want to do speaking. I want to do this and that. And they're just starting out green, right? You just haven't even started this business yet. And I can see based on just getting to know them, based on their past experiences and their skills, where they're going to be one year from now, two years from now, and three years from now. So we create a strategic plan accordingly. And it's going to be different for every person from where they start. Um, and then, you know, sometimes I have, the majority of times, I would say 90% of the time, my clients follow my lead, they go. Some of them just blow me away and go much faster. Um, a few will stay behind. Um, they will stay stuck in the job they hate. And that was the reason they were going to build the business. And it's like, you know, tomorrow I'm going to leap. And, you know, next month I'm going to leap. And, and it's like, when is the perfect time? Like, let me look at all your finances and see if you're ready to leap because it looks like you got everything dialed in and you're ready to go. What, what's keeping you there? Like, go, <laughs> you, know, you can't build it. You know, this, you can't build another business and be successful at it you know, run it and really do it. If you're doing a completely different business, like you've got a job working for somebody else, and then you're trying to run, well, I'm going to quit this job that I hate when I get this successful business, this one running successfully. Well, you're not going to get it running successfully because you don't have enough time. You have to leave space. So when you leap or you jump and you say, I'm going to do this, it might be a short leap. I suggest you build out all the foundation for your business, build it all out, your website, your brand and everything else, learn the skills. Okay. Then you're ready to go, but you're going to have to leap with no money coming in for a while to build this business. <laughs> just, you just, people think they can just jump into it and it's going to happen, but you, you have to have space. I mean, you understand what I'm saying here? It's like, you know, you're hundred percent focused, right? And people are say is things can happen and our visions absolutely can come true, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be the click of a finger and things too will happen. And we have to put ourselves behind our vision. I always, uh, one of the ways that I like to see this is that, yes, we have the vision, we can have the plan, but we have to implement. And to implement, we have to have the time, we have to put the dedication there and believe and make things really, really happen. Yeah. The, the marketing time, the selling time, you know, you have to have time for that. Um, you know, setting up a business from like ground zero, like branding website, you know, some skill sets. I mean, minimum five months, six months, if you're really on it, you're, 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 you know, got some support. So typically they say, you know, getting a business running successfully and profitably can even be anywhere from two to three years. Um, some of my, like I said, some of my students have surprised me and made $100,000 their first year when they've been making $45,000 as a teacher for 20 some years, like, and they didn't even know how to be an entrepreneur. So, 
you know, it, it has a lot to do with their mind and how, how ready they are, um, how ready they are to listen and implement even when they question stuff. Cause I mean, you're going to, you're going to question yourself. Plus you're going to question things that feel uncomfortable. Like it's hard to learn new things when you're, you really suck at it. <laughs> and I've yeah. done that a lot. <laughs> and uh, sometimes there is an instant success, like almost beginners luck that is wonderful and we should ride and take advantage of it. And when things get tough, be able to learn to correct that and to keep that success going, because that is just part of the journey. Right. And I think now with so much uncertainty in our world, even the most uh, positive mindset uh, entrepreneurs, if their business is down, they're going to go, oh, it's all because of all of this. Um, yeah, it has adjusted, especially what we're talking about with a speaking business it has, it has adjusted that very much. So that's, but that's why I also teach multiple income streams so that there's a little other ways to not just be a speaker, to share your voice and put your message out there and, um, start making a difference with yeah. whatever that is. And I, I love our conversation and I want to leave people that are listening here with where they can know more about you to keep learning from you. Yeah, we can go to my website with everything is pretty much there, debbieallen.com. It's easy to remember, like the you know, fame choreographer. I've had that website since 1997. It has revamped itself a few times. Uh, D-E-B-B-I-E-A-L-L-E-N.com. Um, got some free gifts on the on the homepage there you can sign up for and learn more about positioning yourself as an expert. And then you can go grab my book, Success is Easy, to really start working on your mindset and move forward in your business on Amazon, of course. Yes. So thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you for listening and remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at mindset.zone. As always, I'm so grateful you are here. Expand what's possible for you, for the ones around you, for the world.